Hey, what's going on, y'all? What's going on, listeners? It's your boy, Zay Parker, and my lovely co-host, KQ. And this is the Melanated Millennials Podcast. Hey, gang, 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 gang. So, we're going to start the episode off with our opening question. Let's, uh, let's work our minds. As soon as you get in, they call us good branding. You know, hook somebody in with a very thought-provoking yeah. question. It might be thought-provoking, but it's kind of like fake deep, but whatever. It's still cool. We still like it. Y'all need fake deep in y'all lives, man. Right. So, it's, would you rather have your crush ask you to set them up with your BFF or find out your crush already has a significant other? So, uh, clearly, I'm going to go for the first one. Have my crush asked to set me up with my BFF because first and foremost, the second option, you you just caught an L regardless. Like, you're not winning. She's like, I got a boyfriend. And that's that. Now, if your crush, who you like, says, hey, let me hook you up with your best friend, they must know something that you are oblivious to. So maybe your best friend really likes you a lot. No, you be hooking up your crush with your best friend. Oh! Oh, but is that even worse though? Oh, that, well, crush. yeah. So oh, you're hooking yeah. your crush up with your home, your oh, homeboy. I mean, I miss her. That nah, man. Tell her, let her tell me that she has a, a significant other. Yeah, like if I can't be happy, nobody will be happy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you up. have to see them every day, like that'd be horrible to do. I would not do that. Right. You have to see them every day, and it's like it'd be bad because. You're friends with people because y'all are a lot alike. So it's like, it make you mad because like, that could have been me and my crush. Cause me and my best friend's like the exact same person. Uh, technically, you do like me. Right. You just you think like I'm me. ugly. That just means that that person thinks you ugly for sure. Right. That's like the only difference. Yeah, your friends got to look better than you. <laughs> that's the only reason. Clearly. But if but this goes to even deeper point. Now, if that's really your best friend, and they're going, and they your best friend knows who your crush if is. If that's your best friend, they know. And they're not gonna, you know, they're not gonna jump on that. They're not gonna try to date her or date him or whatever. They're just gonna, you know. But would you sabotage your friend, like just so your friend wouldn't try to talk to? Like if the crush came up was like, hey, put me on this person, and they asked you, like, would you, would you do it, or would you like downplay your friend, be like, oh, actually he ugly, oh, actually he got some money. No, nah, I wouldn't do it like that. I mean, I would tell my friend, but hey, man, you know, I asked such and such out, and she says she likes you more than she likes me, so I'm just letting you know. Now, as a as a homie, I would be like, hey, man, uh, you know, you can just, you know, do what you're going to do. You know, you know how you tell somebody to make, you know, do what you want to do, but you really... Yeah, they better make the right choice. Yeah, you know what not to do, you know what to do. So, that's, that's where I'd be at. I would just be like, hey, you know, hey, man. She like you, but, you know, you're my boy, so I told you. Oh, so you're going to guilt them. But, I mean, it's not guilty. That's just like bro code. At least for me, that's bro code. Yeah, it is what I'm saying. Like, you're going to be like, hey, um, I really like her, but um, she like you, so make your choice. Like, you're putting them in that choice. You shouldn't have to go and say all that to them. They need to know, hey, this is this girl, you know, whoop, whoop, she, blah, blah, blah. And when the dude comes up to you, when your friend comes up to you, he needs to automatically know what to do. You don't have to, you shouldn't have to say all that other stuff. Because that's like, you shouldn't have to say any of that to know. You shouldn't, but. Because of Broco. I mean, yeah, you shouldn't because of Broco, but at the same token, like, if you do say, you know, it's nothing. 
Nothing personal to your friend or your homie. I mean, again, I mean, that's your homie if y'all gonna really be friends like that. So they wouldn't, they wouldn't feel the type of way if I just added that extra sentence enhancer at the just end. Just to help them. Yeah, just to... Yeah. If they had any doubts, if they was on the fence, I'm gonna push you off the fence. Right. To, my, to my side yeah. of the yard. You feel me? Yeah, so that was our, uh, our would you rather our fake deep. If you have any other ideas of what y'all want us to contemplate, let us know. Hit us up in the comments. Yeah, man. Send us a voice message on Anchor, where we'll be posting our podcast at. And also, we'll be posting on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Same name, Melanated Millennials. If you can't spell, it will be in the title of this. So, there you go. (laughs) We're going to teach you a new word. Maybe two new words. Maybe you know both of them already, but... Never together. Yeah, like yeah, never together. <laughs> so let's uh, let's move on to our first topic of the day, Fourth of July. It was Wednesday. How you feeling about Fourth of July? How was your Fourth of July? I mean, like a lot of holidays now, it's just like you celebrate them. You really don't celebrate them, and that's one of those ones I for sure early. I don't celebrate. I've celebrated my Fourth of July, uh, Juneteenth. So, to have this 4th of July, I really didn't do anything. I treated it, I purposely treated it like a regular day. But then I really forgot that it was anything to be even celebrated, to be honest. It was a regular day for me. I went to work, got that time and a half though, so I appreciate it. Hey. Thanks, America. Right. Uh, And KQ actually came over a little later on in the day after I I took a nap. But yeah, man, uh, you hit the nail on the head already. You know, Juneteenth, that's... uh, Black Independence Day, when uh, the slaves in Galveston, Texas, were alerted that, hey, the war's over, the Confederate, they gave up, y'all, y'all free now. Because, you know, um, technically, there's kind of debate about it, but slaves in Galveston didn't even know. So, uh, slavery was abolished, and the Confederate, they gave up, and they were supposed to announce to all their forts that, you know, slavery's over, nobody owns slaves anymore, but for whatever reason, in Galveston, Texas, which is like 30 minutes outside of Houston, give or take the traffic, they were the last to know until the Union soldiers got there and was like, hey, you know y'all lost, right? Give up the slaves. And I want to say it was about, um, it's like nine months. It was like, there's some people say nine months, some people say like a year and a half, I believe, uh, don't flame me up in the comments if I'm wrong. But nine months, like a year and a half, that the slaves in Galveston were still slaves, even though the Confederacy had already lost. But that's crazy. That's June. That's a little Juneteenth history for you, since you know Fourth of July wasn't that big of a deal. That's crazy. I think we care about holidays now simply for the fact that we can get the day off. Because if you think about it, a lot of times, we don't be celebrating it for the reasons that we should be celebrating it. But we we do enjoy um, having that day off. To be able to relax and cook out. Because we use it more. It was just family gatherings more than anything else. Right. I was just about to say, man. It's just a day to chill with homies. It's so hard mm-hmm. to match schedules up with people. You know, it's only a handful of established holidays that we get you know, a year in America where the majority of people are off, at least. Right. I work a mad early job, so I was off at 11 o'clock in the morning. So, it... It was cool for me. Most people waking up about 11 o'clock, especially on a holiday anyway. So, 
You know, I didn't miss out on anything. But you know what? Actually, I do have something to say about 4th of July. What? Let me tell you something. I'm pushing 30. Not right now. Like, three more years. I'm 28 right now. But let me tell you something. If you still shoot the fireworks after 10 p.m., <laughs> I'm trying to fight all of y'all. Because people were out shooting fireworks till like, 10, 30, 11 o'clock. I said, bro, first of all, Fourth of July was smack dab in the middle of the week <laughs> on a Wednesday. People going to work the next day. Like right. it's not no weekend holiday. Right. Like yeah, the people that the people that were off on Wednesday anyway, y'all act like y'all don't go back to work on Thursday unless y'all took the whole rest of the week off. Right, like go to bed. Right. Y'all like y'all ain't got no jobs, man. Or you know, ain't got no kids you gotta watch the next day. Come on. Stop shooting fireworks after ten o'clock. Cause then I cause I used to live in the hood, so now I'm just kind of like, I, I couldn't tell if there were gunshots or fireworks. Hey. <laughs> so. I don't know. Do you think, like, now that 4th of July, is it going to be one of those holidays that black people treat like Cinco de Mayo? No good and well. We ain't got a bit of Hispanic heritage. Or even how we treat uh, St. Patrick's Day. But we there celebrating? Do you think it's like that? Or does 4th of July get, like, a different meaning because of what Juneteenth is to us? I think it gets a different meaning. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, you know, Cinco de Miles, technically, Mexico's, and is the Mexico's Independence Day? I was wondering. I don't know. Somebody let us know. Yeah, somebody's going to come in. We'll address it next podcast, I think. And if we don't, fight me over it. But, uh. Just don't pop the fireworks. Cinco de Miles, I'll put it this way. I don't mind celebrating Cinco de Miles because it's. Respectful, tasteful. If you do it in a tasteful way, you're not acting insane and wearing a sombrero and a, yeah, a poncho when you don't do it. But like, if you just kind of like taking that day to respect another culture, another nationality, in a respectful, tasteful way, I don't see why anything's wrong with that. But I think with Juneteenth, it's just like it's like a secret almost. Like, if you're pretty much if you're not black, you're not. You don't know. Like uh, my internship we had the other day, we were talking about Juneteenth, and there's two guys who are non. One guy was actually from uh, Venezuela, and the other guy is was I'm uh, pretty sure he's white. But uh, they both never heard of Juneteenth before, and nothing wrong with that. There's not knocking them for not knowing, but it's just like you know, if you don't know, it's black people don't know about Juneteenth. You know what I mean? Right. So. Like there's there's nothing wrong with it, but there's something wrong with it because it's a very important date in American history, at that. Yeah. And I'm not knocking Fourth of July, at all. Okay, I'm respectful. If somebody tells me, "Hey, Happy Fourth to you," I'm like, "Happy Fourth to you as well." I did that uh, at work on Wednesday, but I know deep down, my people weren't really in the. We 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 were celebrating our Independence that day, so that's the only thing. So, like speaking of when you're talking about um whether or not be respectful and be insensitive, do you are you offended if a white person wears a dashiki? No. Wouldn't be offended? No. I wouldn't be offended if they're wearing it for the right reasons. Yeah. Like if you wearing it to be funny and yeah, you know I mean, you trying to you about to put some black face on later. Right. No, no, hell no. Take that off. But if you wearing a dashiki because you truly respect African culture and you think it's dope looking and you know it's dope. You might saw a black pants for like yo. I want to dress like that. They're not respected. What if they did a Wakanda forever in it? Mm. They they cross they get close to the line, mm-hmm. huh? You know, I thought about that because after I saw the movie, it was like I went to Frankie's Fun Park, which is a like a arcade go kart. It's like a David Buster's here in South Carolina. I don't know if 
it's anywhere else. But there was like a, a white family in there with some kids, and they were doing the Wakanda Forever by the ball pit where the kids was at. Yeah. And I was like, should I feel a type of way? Or should you feel like, oh, we're we crossing over a little bit? I felt bad. That's what I, that's what I told myself. Look at the glass half full. I was yeah. like, okay, they uh, respect the culture. Yeah, they understand. I mean, it was a Marvel movie. Even though, yeah, even though it's fake, it was kind of not a real place. It's based off of real stuff. So yeah. All right, so let's talk about a uh, Drake album. Moving mm. on to our next segue, our next topic. Drake I've been, album. I've been waiting for this, man. As soon as I listened to the album, I was like, I gotta, I gotta talk about this on the podcast. But I'm, I'm gonna let you go first because I feel like I'm gonna be. Long-winded. Well, I don't have much to say about it. I think it was more anticipated, not only because it's Drake, because I think even before the Pusha T beef, uh, so everybody was anticipating Drake's album. It's just one of those people. Now, keep in mind that I am not a Drake hater, but I'm not a full Drake fan anymore. So I'm one of those people, but I can listen to music like that kind of objectively. I have not listened to the album. I'm just still looking at commentary from it. Um, Yeah, I think he just gets a lot of hype. I don't know how the album is yet, so I can't really say how I feel which way or the other. But I can definitely say that, hey, he's doing numbers. Oh, you still haven't listened to it yet? I have not listened to it yet. What are you doing, bro? Bro, it's been like a week. I know. Oh, my God. Excuse me for trying to be, you know, looking at, listen to other music. You you ain't go nowhere this week where it was like, hey, I can, I'll play at least volume A. You know what's crazy, though? I've listened to everything new that's come out. Even Future, like I listen to Future, like on the way over here, still have listened to Drake album. You just hate Drake. You just no, not gonna give him a chance. Man. I don't hate Drake. I was one of his number one fans when he first came out. I don't know. He lost me somewhere, and although Drake does make hits sometimes, and now nice for what I still play, and that's why I'm not full Drake hater. It's just I think he has over. He has such a large influence. I guess it's just like the Beehive, just like you know Nicki Minaj fans, whatever they call Barb's. I think it's all kind of the same and I don't think that people hold um, artists accountable even when their stuff is not the best now I'm not going to say that his stuff isn't the best yet because I haven't listened to it personally but I think that people don't hold artists accountable if they do think it sucks well I'm a Drake stan the residential Drake stan in the Melanated Millennials podcast I make up 50% of the uh, (laughs) the founders founders of this (laughs) And uh, as the residential Drake stand, I can say it was a mediocre album from Drake. I like more. I didn't even think I I like more life more than I like Scorpion. Mm-hmm. And more life to me wasn't even that amazing. Now I don't know. It's kind of hard because one, I think I I slightly compare all Drake's albums to Take Care because Take Care, his first album. It's a classic. It's a masterpiece. There's not a single song on there that I want to skip. Like, you can listen to Take Care right now. Take Care was, like, literally, like, 10 years ago when it came out. You listen to it, and everything in that album is still relevant. If anything, I challenge everybody that is a Drake stand or fan that listens to this, go back and listen to Take Care now. If you haven't listened to it since, like, 2009, 2008 when it came out, and I bet... Some of the stuff sounds different, and it makes more sense to you. Because I did that uh, yesterday when I was at my internship. I was wow. I was listening to it while I was editing, um, vlogging some video. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh, this makes a lot more sense to me now. 
that's what I think that does classify sometimes as a classic. Like, you can listen to it. It doesn't matter when you listen to it, but it's still it's heat. And this is why I say Scorpion would have been a great album if he did not do volume A, volume B, 12, 13 tracks a piece. It was too long, man. Like, I, like a lot of those songs felt like they were like, I won't say they're throwaway songs, but it's just like fluff. It was like unnecessary. There was, there's probably like, there's like three, there's like three songs on the volume A, and there's like four songs on volume B. He literally could have just took those songs, put them all together in one album since everybody's making seven track albums now. Put that together, and Scorpion would have been, I would be like, yo, it's a masterpiece. Oh, I wouldn't say classic, but I've been saying this is good Drake music. Because 24 songs, 25 songs is too much. I think Kanye and good music are doing a good thing. Seven good songs. Because guess what? You're, I feel like, for me personally, I'm going to re-listen to a seven-song album mm-hmm. more and quicker than I'm going to listen to a, a mm-hmm. album that's got two volumes to it and it's 25 songs. Like, right. bro, it's like that Chris Brown album got 100 songs in there. Why? <laughs> no, but Chris Brown is different. Chris Brown, like, his tracks are quality. His album is the type of album because he put so much into it that you may not have listened to, you might listen to all of them once. But then when you go back and listen to a song, maybe a song that you probably don't stay on long, you won't start liking those songs again. Like, you'll find songs of the album that you didn't even give much to. You'll find out that you do like it. Man, I don't know, man. I don't know. Somebody, somebody told me I was a Chris Brown hater the other day, just because I said I didn't really rock with his last album, and I and I always make it a point when I see he's in trouble again or he's going to jail. That's because he's like, man, just stop doing shit, bro. That is a Chris Brown hater because you 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 putting his personal and his music together. Oh man, stop doing dumb, stop doing dumb stuff, bro. Because you got XXX Tentacion just got murdered. I hear but he they're getting him back things. for something that already happened, like happened a while ago. He just uh. outstanding warrants, which still, I mean, either way, it's still oh yeah, that's but. okay. Yeah, <laughs> just outstanding warrants, guys. For what was nothing it? Nothing to see here. Whoa, felony that? assault charges. Nothing to see oh, here. Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, you act like you can go to jail for felony assault charges, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Why would somebody call the cops on black people for beating people up? Right. That's never. That's well, unheard of. Right. Terrible. Terrible. Well, I guess this is a, a good segue. That was a pretty good segue. That was good, man. That was, was like I was media trained. Speaking of uh, <laughs> people calling the cops on black folks, uh, white people, okay? Because right now, I don't see anybody else doing this. Especially you white, middle-aged, slightly overweight white women. Stop. Just stop. Let, let us live, man. Stop calling the cops on black. Stop weapon. The the police are already a weapon. Okay, let's get this straight. Especially towards minorities. But stop intentionally weaponizing the police and trying to call them to come. Excuse my French. Fuck up some black folk for just existing and them occupying a space where you occupy. You think they don't belong to be there. Stop. Isn't there, um, what, is that in Chicago? It's some place where, like, the police are like, white people stop calling. Like, just, they're, they're fed up. They're fed up at this point. Like, stop calling on stuff that we don't need to be doing. Like, I bet, I bet it is Chicago. Yeah. Man, there's 10 people dying every two minutes in Chicago. Like, they don't have time for you to be calling about somebody that's, like, 
outside relaxing. Like they're not even messing with you. They're playing by the pool. Right. This guy's standing in line at Wendy's too long. I'm calling the cops. I can't believe me. Loitering. I, I, yeah, he's loitering. He ate his food and everything. He stepped out and it came back in. <laughs> so, um, if you don't know exactly what we're talking about, I mean, there's so many stories to pick from of. Uh, it's white like people, the most recent yeah, one. yeah, white people weaponizing nine one one now. Uh, Adam Bloom in North Carolina. Um, if you're unaware of Adam Bloom in North Carolina, so he was on the HOA Association, Homeowner Association, in the neighborhood, and they had a community pool that they used. He apparently was the chairman of the pool um, on Fourth of July. Actually, uh, America's Independence. He he definitely did something very American. Um, <laughs> How can I disrupt a minority's life and assert my power today as the dominant race and gender? So and they use my uh, title of head pool man. <laughs> yeah, the head pool man. So make a long story short, there's a woman. Uh, I forgot her name. I can't believe I forgot her Jasmine. name. Jasmine. Yeah. Jasmine. I'm sorry. I forgot your last name. I'm sorry, Jasmine. We pre- I apologize. We love you. you you the real hero. But I'm only saying Adam Bloom name because, one, everybody need to go flame him up on social media, but people have already done that. And justice has been served after I just checked something. But uh, he asked to check her pool pass. Out of all those people that probably had to put his 4th of July, it's probably like, I don't know how big their pool is, but it's probably a good solid 20, 30 people at the pool. I'm assuming. If it's such a high-end neighborhood, it's yeah. gated community. They're the only black people in the neighborhood. Well, black people at the pool. Not necessarily in the neighborhood, but for sure at the pool. Right. And he asked to see their ID to to see if they belong there. To see if she has a, a pool pass. First and foremost, I mean, granted, some people might let her in there. But same token, maybe she let herself in. Yeah, they. she said that she had no other way to get into the pool is through key card access. And, like, the gate is too high to where she wouldn't. She had a baby with her, which means she wasn't about to throw her baby over the gate just to get no pool. Right. Now, sir, you are the the pool chairman. Uh, Your defense is that you ask a couple people every week to see their pool passes, which is cool. Um, but the thing is, um, oh God, and I just read the story. I don't know if she showed him. She did show him her pool pass, yeah, right? She did. She showed you the pool pass. That wasn't enough. That wasn't enough for whatever reason. And you called the police because you didn't want, you were scared of an altercation with a woman with her child. I think that was his, his reasoning for calling and the And I'm cop. sure she's not on me. She's going to the pool. The 4th of July, trying to celebrate a holiday really for white people. America's holiday. Trying to she trying to be American and see what happens. See black folks, see what happens. You try to, you know, be a part of Fourth of July and, you know, enjoy the fun. You celebrate Juneteenth. Now you wanna hey, you know, I'm gonna be I'm an American. Cool. And this is what happened. The chairman of your uh the chairman of the pool of your uh HOA called the cops on you after you showed ID. Adam Bloom You're a dumbass, man. <laughs> you are a dumbass. This is why I say he's a dumbass. Why would you... Do you... He must not have social media. He must not have really young kids. Like, kids that are, like, in middle school or high school. Because, bro, all these people doing dumb stuff, especially within the past, like, four or five weeks. You don't think social media, black Twitter is going to find out everything about your life? Right. Up to you, where you live at? 
Come on, bro. Lost everything. But you didn't think he was doing anything wrong. So he stepped down as chairman of the pool and his job actually fired him. But I think what what is the craziest thing about it is like he stepped down because he didn't want the negative attention. Not because he knew what he did was wrong and he felt like this is the way to repay what happened because he's he's yet to give her an apology and she said that when he um when she asked for an apology he just walked away so he didn't step down because it was the right thing to do he stepped down because he didn't want the attention that he's getting from it right and the and the police officer that actually even pulled up to the pool to answer the call he asked hey can i see your id swipe your pool pool card to see if it works she did that and guess what the cop said hey i'm sorry that I had to ask you to do that. I'm sorry. I had to come out here. The cop apologized, who literally was just coming in to do his job. But Adam Bloom, you couldn't apologize. You felt entitled. You felt like it was your duty <clears throat> as the chairman of the pool at this HOA in North Carolina to accost this young lady and her young son just trying to enjoy some 4th of July with the neighbors. With the with the community, with you, man, and now you don't have a job, so you got extra long vacation now. Right, you got extended Fourth of July <laughs> right. holiday. That's crazy. Well, somebody that is like for sure gonna be enjoying living their best life in L.A. <laughs> is LeBron James. Oh, that was kind of a good segue too. That was, was kind of okay, man. It wasn't good as mine, but no, you was great. It's I'll train you up. I'll train you up. (laughs) So that blew up the internet definitely on Sunday. LeBron James goes to the Lakers. Are you surprised that he went to the Lakers? uh, The NBA has become our soap opera this summer as far as sports. Normally, NBA is not this hot in offseason. When I tell you when you turn on ESPN, all you're waiting for is to hear updates about the NBA, not the World Cup. Not baseball, not eating, like not even NFL. Like usually trades, like be real serious with NFL during the off season. No, NBA is like taking over. All we care about in sports right now is the NBA, and it's crazy. Like, I'm not surprised. I think everybody knew he was leaving, but Magic Johnson is just phenomenal. He, you know, what he did was he pretty much let let LeBron know, hey, you make your team, you do what you want over here. That's it. So that's just good business. Good big business. I thought LeBron was going to uh, Philadelphia, the 76ers. But I guess he realizes he probably has a better chance of winning a championship um, with the Lakers. And also, technically, he's already, he'll be in the West, which is clearly the dominating conference in the NBA. But, you know, he gets to play Golden State at least two times now, mm-hmm. you know? You play them in the regular season, and then, you know, <clears throat> if they make it, you know, Western Conference. We already know what our Christmas game going to be. Christmas game is going to be L.A. Lakers and the Golden State Warriors. Man, California is so lit right now. Right. It's going to cost the, the, the price to live in California, Just Los Angeles up. especially, Los Angeles, SoCo, is skyrocketing, man. You know how much these Lakers tickets probably cost now to go? I think I saw some. I don't know if you're joking or not, but the season passes for the Lakers is already sold out already, which I'm, I wouldn't doubt it. I'm about to say, I don't believe that. Because one is Los Angeles. 
already. But now LeBron's there, man. They say they're going to uh, make their economy skyrocket by like $463 million or something. But, I mean, I believe it. I, I'm, I'm happy for LeBron James, honestly. Like, at this point, you know, it's not about um, it's not about the clout anymore. He has, he has solidified his legacy and his legendary status in the in the NBA. So now play for your play for the money at this point. Not only is he gonna play for the money, he's playing because he, he loves the game. That's somebody that I think loves the game and the sport of it all. But I think the thing was that he actually could have got more money with other teams, but he really kinda of took like a pay cut going to the Lakers. Cause from what I've what I've read and what I've seen, it's kinda of more of a He's not. He, I mean, he, he. I mean, he. He. Him taking the pay cut from the Lakers ain't gonna hurt him at all because he's a brand. He's got shoes. Mm-hmm. He's got clothing. Uh, he's got movies. He's got a production company. But it was more of a family move. I heard because his son just got to high school and his son's going to high school in Los Angeles. So. And it's probably also a power move just because Magic did let him, like, orchestrate a little bit of what he wants. Because you really think that. Lonzo Bell and big baller brand LeVar Ball um, is really going to want um, Lonzo to not be play point. I mean, LeBron got Rondo over there. So that means Lonzo can't be in the forefront. He can't play the one anymore. Man, but the thing is, uh, LeBron could make a team in, in Cleveland. He did do that. Yeah. But the thing is, this is why I say it's more of a... he. I mean, he's worried about winning the championship, obviously, but I think that's not... His number one, that's not his number one priority. His kids go to school in Los Angeles. His son's in high school. He wants to be able to spend time with his son. What better way to do that and his son to have a good education? What better way or better place than Los Angeles versus Cleveland, Ohio? Number two, why? It's more of a, a great business deal versus yeah, it is. a uh, NBA deal because his production company is actually in Los Angeles as well, too. So it's like, now you don't have to sit here and the time you do have off, you got to sit here and fly across the country. You already live there. You can handle more deals. You can get more work done. You can spend more time with your family. And you can still do what you love to do, play basketball. At the end of the day, LeBron James playing chess, not checkers. If you think Magic Johnson got a good deal off of this, man, I think LeBron really ultimately is going to be the winner. Oh, for sure. But I think that... LeBron is smart in that he's thinking about the future. And Magic Johnson is the perfect person for him to look at as far as how to deal with um, the business after you're not in the business, you know, playing professionally. It's true. A mentor. Yeah, and I think that's where LeBron is leaving. Do you think he's going to retire in L.A.? I kind of think he's going to retire from L.A. That's what I think. Well, I mean, he said LeBron said himself that he wants to – be in the NBA the same time his son's in the NBA. If he and if he could be on the same team as his son. Yeah. Now now I'm thinking now, does he mean play or be like the owner of a team where his son's on? Right. That's what I'm thinking. Like he wants to Because, I mean, maybe not like in the next five or ten years or so, but I could totally see LeBron owning a franchise oh, yeah. basketball team. Oh yeah. Easy. But from what I got from him was he wanted to play on the same NBA team as his son. And if his son's just getting to high school, I mean, that, that means he's got, like, another four more years that he's got to he play. He probably got, like, three years. You seen his son? Yeah, we had true that. But the thing is, too, though, LeBron going to have more help in uh, Los Angeles. So that's going to 
And that's boosting his shelf life alone right there. He's not going to have to kill himself. At least on paper, he's not going to have to kill himself every game like we saw in the in the finals. Yeah, it's all about be how they continue to orchestrate how the team works because, I mean, no matter what, it's centered around LeBron. What I thought was crazy, though, is how uh, – Boogie Cousins is going to go to Golden State, and he goes for, like, $5 million. Like, he literally going there for a ring. He don't care about the money. Like, he's over there because he wants, like, a ring. Because he could get way – he can get so much more money going to any other team. He goes to Golden State. You know, he's he's only there to get a ring. See, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, you don't see this in the NFL. One, because – I feel NFL players definitely don't have as much uh, free will or options as you do in the NBA because the NBA really is a player's organization. Isn't it more black-owned? I'm sure. Think about so many people that have Yeah. Magic Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan. Jay-Z. Grant Hill, I think. Because actually, I don't think there is a black... There is no black owner in the NFL because if Puff Daddy... A.K.A. P. Diddy, a.k.a. Sean Combs. A.k.a. Brother Love. A.k.a. I, I, I get money. <laughs> Can't stop one. Mr. Harlem Shake himself. <laughs> but, because uh, remember when um, Jay Richardson was giving up Panthers. the Panthers, P. Diddy and everybody was trying to buy it. And P, if P. Diddy was the main guy, he'd have been the first African-American owner in the NFL. So, yeah. So, if it literally is just Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson, it's still two more than zero that's in the NFL. Right. Plus, it's easier to brand as an NBA player because unless you're just that top echelon uh, player on, you know, in the NFL and you playing a flashy position, nobody gonna know your name. Nobody gonna know your face. You wearing a helmet. But at the same time, time though, number. like we see their faces in basketball. The shelf life on football players is so short compared to NF. I mean, t- compared to the NBA. Think how long people be playing in the NBA versus the NFL. They can't. You can take that many hits. Like, you're not going to be playing that long. Right, man. You're right. Crazy. But at the same token, I mean, so like I said, I'm just looking at it like a branding standpoint. It's a lot easier to That's true. brand when your face is being shown all the time. But I don't know, though. I don't know. So if LeBron, like, bombs in. At uh, L.A., at the Lake Show, which I highly doubt. I don't know. Don't say we cursed him. Please right. don't. We love you, LeBron. Please, please don't. I like, you know, you're going to see all these LeBron shirts. Like, it's the L.A. L.A. Bron. Yeah, yeah, L.A. Bron. God, man. People probably out there in the street selling them right now. I seen a, I seen a video on Twitter where uh, people are going nuts. Was the Staples Center where they play it in Los Angeles? Yeah, um, LA. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, people pulled up to the Staples Center just partying, man. You know, man, that probably is super late, man. People probably already partying anyway, so they just all made their way to the Staples Center. Um, last thing we'll probably check out is some trending topics. Uh, just look at this one thing. You probably heard about the soccer team in Thailand. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they had a a diver or a guy go down bringing them oxygen, and he ran out of oxygen and died on his way to give them oxygen. Damn, I didn't know that. I yeah. didn't know he died. Yeah, so he died going down. So now Elon Musk, you know, that guy, like that super rich billionaire, he just decided that he's going to send engineers from his SpaceX and um, come, his other company 
to help with the rescue divers. See, that's that's what we need more in the world. Elon yeah, Musk is an alien. I don't care what nobody say. But you know, the crazy thing is that that soccer team's been down there for like a week. Yeah. Because they just found them, what, the other day? Yeah. Because they thought they were dead? I'm surprised they kept looking for, or they were just looking for bodies at that point, but they're alive. They're all alive. Like, That's crazy. That was, that was by itself shocking. Like, right. Super shocking. Elon Musk about to send a, a, a Gundam mobile suit down there to pick these people up. Right. From wherever they're at, man. <laughs> and he gonna come back and carry all of them in, like, two arms. Right, man. <laughs> what about, um... What movies are you looking forward to seeing that are coming up? One of them for sure. Sorry to bother you. I don't know, man. I've I, I had some people who went to go see it. Really? And they said it was okay. Really? Like, it wasn't amazing. And I like Lakeith Stanfield, so he's amazing as Darius on Atlanta. Yeah, he is. So, I'll see it. I'm not in no rush to go see it, but I'm going to see it. But there's, there's one movie in particular I need to see first. What? I got three movies I want to see. Number one is Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, have you heard about it? No, nah, but I heard people. Well, I've seen a little bit of people saying it was really awesome, yeah. and it kind of it play it ties into you yeah. know Infinity Wars. So that's one of the main reasons why like, I want to see where where the focus Ant Man at when I was going on. Well, him and um, because I read about this. Oh, well, it's nothing. It's there to set it in Infinity War. I'm not going to say any spoilers. Oh, it's not going to be a spoiler. Okay, go ahead. I haven't seen the movie, either. so they just said that both of them were like um, they were conf- both of them were confined to their house. For a certain amount of time, if they if they got out of it and they came to where they're supposed to be, they would have like been in jail for like twenty years or something. So they were yeah. at the time. Also, oh well, the other thing I was about to say does what movies I won't say. See, look, what see, you're welcome. <laughs> Whoever listened to this, I saved. You I saved. saved. I saved myself personally because I'd have been upset. You know what? I mean? I People would be like, everybody's everybody dies in a movie. That's right. <laughs> everybody her. always says that. That's KQ, man. You're a terrible person. You're the person that I try to stay away from on Twitter. <laughs> Facebook especially. But <laughs> I want to see Ant Man. Equalize two comes out next hey, week. I'm so ready. Um and then third movie. <sighs> Sorry to bother you, kinda. I kinda wanna see Tag. But really? low, low key I boot I could bootleg tag and I'll be okay. You really could. You really I'll I still haven't seen um, Ocean's 8. I haven't seen The Incredibles. Man, who cares? I Actually, I'll take that back. Uh, August uh, Incredibles be my number two. Yeah, Incredibles. Incredibles be your number two. Incredibles Excuse two. me. Excuse me. Incredibles be my number three. I'll take that back. Denzel over Incredibles. You're right. So, Ant-Man, Wasp, which I'm trying to see Ant-Man tomorrow. This weekend. May I might wait till Monday. I get off work. Catch that matinee price because you know your boy trying to save some money. Hey. Safe and then dust. you can sit kind of where you want matinee. I don't care. Whoever thinks that uh, going to movies late night, maybe that's an old people thing. I mean, a young people thing. Cause I don't really care. As so long as I see the movie, yeah, I can see the movie. I can see the movie, not be packing the theater next to a bunch of people, and I can pay for a cheaper price. Matinee just seems like the sign thing. me up. Just right. like, bro, why not go see a movie? Get out. It's still daytime, and you got the rest of your day to do something. You relax. Nobody goes to a movie. It leaves tense. You relax. You're feeling good. You're feeling optimistic. Your imagination is running wild. Who don't want that that feeling, that childish wonder in your body? Bro, you go get you some drinks. You, go, you might go get you some, some tapas, a nice appetizer. You might go to Applebee's or something. Maybe Outback, get a blooming onion. Like, if that don't sound good, if that don't excite you, then you're a Nazi. And we can't vibe. Right. You're right, though. We cannot vibe. 
But uh, that's pretty much it, man. Yeah. No, so I think it was good, man. We only been talking for like 40, 40 minutes. Hey. Hey. When people start giving us more feedback, we'll uh, we'll start talking longer. So this is a ransom. So if you really like us, <laughs> you need to leave comments. Give us stuff to talk about so we can talk long too, y'all. Yeah. If it's something you want us to talk about, heard about, maybe something we addressed, you wanted to readdress it when we addressed it, hey, let us know. All right. And if you hit it, if you got the Anchor app, I recommend downloading the Anchor app so that way you can leave us voice messages on questions, topics, maybe how you felt about one of the things that we talked about too. We're listening to it. And we'll respond. Because I ain't never, we ain't never going to get too big to respond. I'm uh, actually. I don't think so. If, if we're never, yeah, we're never going to get too big to not respond. And even if we do get super big, it just might take us a while to get back to you. But guess oh, what? But we coming. We coming. Skr, skr. Uh But hey, man, like I said, leave us a voice memo on here on the Anchor app. Um, Instagram. You can find me at Zay Parker. X-A-Y-P-A-R-K-E-R. You can also see some other side projects I got going on. I'm working on some stuff. Holler at your boy on Instagram. DM me. Please. Hey. And like, comment, and subscribe on all his stuff. Find me at Wonderlust Remedy. Um, W-A-N-D-E-R-L-U-S-T. I realize it's very long. R-E-M-E-D-Y. Wonderlust Remedy. Just a little bit. Just talk to us. Vibe with us. Let us know. If you missed her IG handle, just just rewind back like five. Do the fifteen seconds if you're on uh, if you're on Apple seconds. if you're on Apple Podcast. Just hit that fifteen second like a couple of times. Right. Probably a few. Have a pen and pen, pen and paper. As yeah, well. you might want to you might want to <laughs> write it down. Maybe, maybe. Hey man, also find me on Twitter too, man. It's Zay Season X A Y S Z N. I'm not really on Twitter like that. I'm more on Instagram. But give me a reason to get on Twitter, people. I appreciate y'all. And that's it for the Melanated Millennials Podcast. Melanated Millennials Podcast. Hey, we we appreciate y'all listening, man. Because guess what? If nobody appreciates you, we do. Peace out.